A theory about a conspiracy. Mr. Reagan. We're going to go in there, we're going to impeach the... I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. It is not if he will be impeached, but when. Actually, if Donald Trump were elected, I believe he'd be impeached pretty quickly or somebody else would have to take over government. And I'm not even joking. You could reach in a bag and pull so many things out that are impeachable of this president. I support impeaching this president. It's time for us to impeach this president. That's why Congress needs to act now and open an impeachment inquiry. We begin impeachment proceedings now against this president. I believe Congress should take the steps towards impeachment. I think he's made it pretty clear that he deserves impeachment. There's a very good chance that Donald Trump could face impeachment. It is time for us to call out this illegal behavior and start impeachment proceedings right now. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. And page 45. And that the impeachment inquiry has got to move as quickly as possible. I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry. The left has wanted to impeach Trump from the beginning, from even before he was elected. Ordinarily in America, we are innocent until proven guilty. But Democrats declared Trump guilty from the beginning and then started rummaging around for evidence afterwards in order to prove it. Look, if you don't like a guy, you can't just condemn him of murder and then go looking for a body. But that's exactly what they're doing with Donald Trump. He's got to be impeached, so let's just assume he's guilty of corruption and then go looking for evidence of it. This was the whole point of the Russian collusion investigation. They knew he wasn't guilty of Russian collusion, but they needed an excuse to do a detailed investigation into Donald Trump to dig up as much dirt as they could. This was a sinister attempt to oust a sitting president. And since that didn't work, they're now moving on to Ukraine. But the Ukraine impeachment investigation is even more sinister than the Russian collusion hoax. But before we get into it, I have to sell you something. Over the last 30 days, Capital One, the Central Bank of Europe, and the great state of Texas have all been hacked in major data breaches. This is starting to get out of control, guys. Who's going to be next? One of the best things that you can do to help protect yourself online is to invest in a VPN or a virtual private network. This allows you to create a secure connection to another network over the internet. VPNs can be used to shield your browsing activity from prying eyes, whether on public Wi-Fi, in a foreign country, or just at home. Here, let me show you how easy this is. Go to www.virtualshield.com, download the free 30-day trial, install it, and click Connect. This month, Virtual Shield is offering their anniversary special of 30% off all VPN plans and all premium add-ons, including Protection Plus, Residential Access, and VIP performance plans for as low as a cup of coffee. Sign up for a free 30-day trial to Virtual Shield VPN and see what all the hype is about. You have nothing to lose. I love it when they say what all the hype is about. I don't think there's that much hype. Nevertheless, it's a good investment. Go to the website, check it out. All right, we are back. Now, I read the full whistleblower report, and I can tell you all about it. Furthermore, I have had a car stolen. And when my car was stolen, 
I filed a police report. How is that relevant? It's relevant because I imagine that a whistleblower report looks a lot like a police report. Think about it. You're reporting on something that you witnessed or that you heard about or documents that you discovered, things that sound like a crime or at least inappropriate behavior or something like that. This would be a single incident outlined in as much detail as possible, probably one page at best. This whistleblower report, the report about Donald Trump's phone call with Ukraine, this report is about a myriad of concerns, and it is highly detailed. It looks like what I imagine an intelligence report would look like after a full-blown intelligence operation. From an organizational standpoint, how they gathered the information, how they leaked it, how it was constructed, how they attacked him, this certainly appears to be something done by more than just a whistleblower, right? There are clearly multiple people or even groups involved. What I imagine may have happened is that you've got an individual who wants to break this story, initially comes up with this idea, well, maybe there could, there's something there about this phone call that could be considered inappropriate, right? And he goes to somebody who he trusts, probably outside the government, and that person would have shepherded and brokered additional conversations with other people and planned the release, right? Figured out how to do this. Between these three or four people, or maybe more, they'd come up with the best strategy of how to weaponize this information. Now, we don't know really what happened yet. I'm sure, I'm hoping that we'll find out. But this is very similar to what happened with the kavanaugh Christine Blasey Ford hearing, in that enough time had passed where all these meetings could have taken place. And that's why these kinds of situations are so suspicious. This is not like an innocent, real-life whistleblower scenario. An innocent, true, real whistleblower event would be chaotic and unorganized. If you read this whistleblower report, it was clearly compiled over weeks. Clearly, these people who put this report together did their homework, and they spoke with as many people as they could, and they got this thing as airtight and well-constructed as possible. This is all highly speculative, of course. I only have the report itself to go on, but the report is publicly available. You can read it and consider for yourself whether it looks like a typical whistleblower report. In truth, I've never seen another one, so I can't compare it. But let's look at a typical whistleblower document, a blank one, a form. And then let's compare that to the report that was released from the White House. All right, so here is the form that I found. It was from the federal government, from the Office of Special Counsel. This is a whistleblower form, specifically designed for improper political activities. This is, of course, different than the one that the Ukraine call whistleblower would have filled out. Nevertheless, we can see how the federal government anticipates how these kinds of reports will be delivered. First two pages, just information about the whistleblower. What's your name and address? Page three is the name of the subject of the accusation. This is where he would put Donald Trump, <laughs> President of the United States of America. On page four, we finally get to the actual accusation, but this is just the category. Page five is where we get to the section where we're provided with a space for writing about the incident. Now this, this is the crucial thing. Have a look at this. Limit 3,000 characters. Okay, so the federal government anticipates whistleblower reports to be 3,000 characters long. The report in question, 27,000 characters long. This is not a whistleblower report, ladies and gentlemen. This 
is an intelligence report. Releasing this information through the official whistleblower channel was a tactical decision. It was a tactic used by the team that was compiling and planning to release this information in order to cause this scandal. It was a tactic used by them to both protect themselves and to make the source seem innocent because the concept of whistleblowing sounds noble. If you're a leaker, you sound like a partisan sneak. If you are an intelligence operative spying on your own president, you sound like a traitor. But if you're a whistleblower, well, that sounds like a good person bravely stepping forward to report corruption. The idea of a whistleblower brings forth images of a demure secretary bravely testifying against her boss. But that is not what this is. This, I believe, is a team of anti-Trump political operatives. Who knows how many of them are involved with national intelligence, spying on the president and trying to compile whatever they can on him that might be mischaracterized as dirt and make Trump look like he's corrupt or incompetent or whatever. But it is not Trump who's corrupt. It's this so-called whistleblower and his conspirators. And now we hear from the New York Times that Adam Schiff knew about this report before it was submitted. And this, apparently, was why he was demanding to look at it. The whole thing is just bizarre political theater. I mean, what else has Adam Schiff been lying about? He may well have helped draft the report itself. Who knows? That's Trump's theory, and I think it's a fair one. I mean, why didn't he just come out and say, I was made aware of this report a while back? Why, why didn't he say that? It makes him sound suspicious. I don't know if there's anything there, but it bears looking into. Look, there is very clearly a coordinated effort by Democrats to get him. Right? They're frustrated that they can't beat Trump politically, so they're trying to get him out of office using political gamesmanship. This is corruption. We're lucky, in a sense. It's rare that a generation gets to experience clear political corruption in action. We get to see it here in 2019 with the Democrats. But you know what? Honestly, I can never express the situation as beautifully as Trump did himself. And I consider myself a fairly eloquent person. So I'm just going to end this video about the Ukraine faux scandal with Trump's own words. They've been trying to impeach me from the day I got elected. I've been going through this for three years. They've been trying to impeach me from the day I got elected. They're the do-nothing Democrats. They don't do any work. All they want to do is try and win the election in 2020. So they come up with this impeachment nonsense, and everyone knows. The conversation, all based on one phone call that I had, where I'm talking to the president of Ukraine. You'll hear from our ambassadors. You'll hear from some of the folks that know all about the call, why the call was set up, and everything else. It's perfect. The call was perfect. In fact, Lindsey Graham said, I didn't know you could be so nice. There was no quid pro quo, unless you heard the Adam Schiff version where he made up my conversation. He actually made it up. It should be criminal. It should be treasonous. He made it up, every word of it made up, and read to Congress as though I said it. And I'll tell you what, he should be forced to resign from Congress. Adam Schiff, he's a lowlife. He should be forced to resign. You have a perfect, I mean perfect, conversation with a president of another country, Ukraine in this case. And they try and say, oh, let's impeach him. This one is based on one conversation. What about Obama's conversation with the president of Russia, where he says, hey, hey, tell Vlad, I'll, I'll talk to him after the election's over. I'll talk to him. Nobody reports that, right? 
That's stuff you should report. Look, I think a whistleblower should be protected if the whistleblower's legitimate. But when the whistleblower makes a big report on the conversation I had with a president of Ukraine, he either got it totally wrong, made it up, or the person giving the information to the whistleblower was dishonest. And this country has to find out who that person was, because that person's a spy, in my opinion. The only thing that matters is the transcript of the actual conversation that I had with the president of Ukraine. It was perfect. We're looking at congratulations. We're looking at doing things together. And what are we looking at? We're looking at corruption. And in, I believe, 1999, there was a corruption act or a corruption bill passed between both and signed between both countries, where I have a duty to report corruption. And let me tell you something. Biden's son is corrupt, and Biden is corrupt. And I'd rather run against Biden than almost any of those candidates, and I think they're all weak. But I think Biden has never been a smart guy, and he's less smart now than he ever was. And that is why we love Donald Trump. (laughs) And just remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. And they're corrupt. (laughs) Good night. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves.